Keyboard Kimura AV Network is presented by OneBone. Fall is here, and OneBone has you covered when it comes to looking fresh as the temperatures start to cool. From numerous short sleeve styles and cuts, to long sleeve selections, hoodie options, the Essential Bomber, and the Trench Hoodie, OneBone has styles, colors, and sizes to meet all your needs this fall. As a supporter of the Keyboard Kimura AV Network, use promo code ESK10 at checkout. That's my initials, ESK, and the number 10 for 10% off your order. Based in Montreal, everything is Canadian made, but ships all over the world. So check out the website, onebone.com, or download the app and join the OneBone family today. OneBone, big and all. Friday Norm here on the Keyboard Kimura Audio Video Network. I am E. Spencer Cut, your friendly neighborhood Spencer man. And this is Do You Want to Make a Bet for UFC Paris? So a couple months ago, a couple, couple months ago, I had the idea to start putting out some UFC gambling selections. It is obviously a market that has exploded over the last several years and really taken off and become more prominent in the last year, I would say, or even 18 months. It is something I have always dabbled in quietly on the side and in the background for myself, just to have some understanding and have a little extra fun on the side of things. Uh, it is never, let me, let me make this clear up front and suggest this to everyone. It is never big sums. It is never something I go into thinking I need to make X. This has been all pretend. Everything you're going to hear here, everything I keep track of over the course of, of my wagering is all pretend money. This is monopoly money we're playing with on this show. These are not real bets I am making. These are selections and advice and thoughts that I have about these cards. I recommend to anyone that does want to follow my advice or make wagering selections of any kind across any field, to only gamble the thing, only gamble, only play, only bet with money that are you that you are okay losing, because this is not a winning proposition. This is not a long-term viable thing for most people. It's just meant to be fun. It's just meant to be a little added, a little added spice on the weekend, on 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 the game, on the fight, whatever it is you're watching. Please be responsible. If you're having problems, if you do need help. All of those things are available to you. I will have them on the post, on the newsletter, post of this audio feed, how you can reach out, where you can reach out, both in Canada and the United States. My DMs are open on Twitter and Instagram. Hit me up if, if you need to talk. If there's anything going on and you need to talk, hit me up, whether it's betting related or not. I'm always here. The message at the end of all of these that I love you, I care about you, and I want good things for you holds true no matter what. So if you need me, hit me up. I am here, but let's get to it. So a couple months ago, I had the idea, as I said, to, to start putting these out there. I started in, in August. We had a couple of events and through three events, 
I'm down. Not much. I'm down 0.42 units. So the equivalent of $42. But you know, nobody likes losing money. I don't like being out here after three events, being down. But this is the nature of it. This is the way it goes. The ironic thing is at UFC 278, going into the final round of the main event, if Kamara Usman got a finish, I was still going to be up money on the event. And that's the that's the odd nature of these things, right? Is trying to find plays that are going to allow you, even if everything else goes sideways, you can still sort of get out of it sometimes. And, and it wasn't me chasing. I don't make any. I'm not a live wager guy. Everything is put out there for you in advance on Fridays. So you know what I'm playing going in or what I'm looking at, what I'm paying attention to what I'm playing on paper going in so that you can follow along. You don't have to necessarily follow me on Twitter to, to get new updates or anything like that. They are just the bets that I, that I talk about here that I talk about on the podcast version of this that shows up on the newsletter. And so sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. It is a very important lesson for everybody to learn and understand and accept upfront. This is again, This is not a winning proposition long-term for anybody. We all hope it is. We all would like to have success. We don't come into this trying to fail, but I understand from 43 years of life and a bunch of experience with some gambling back in the day, shout out to the horse racing crews, that this is tough. But here we are, we've had a week off. We've had a chance to reset, to recalibrate, to look over the UFC Paris card, to look over the odds for UFC Paris. And I've got 10 total units that I'm going to lay out, spread out over the course of this card. I'm going to explain some of these. I'm going to explain them in in more detail than, than sort of just putting them out there because I think one of the things for me, even just doing this, is I want to be able to vocalize, verbalize, put my rationale out there so that smarter people than me that I know that follow this, that are in this industry, like Dan Steppelward Action Network, can give me feedback and say, hey, the logic here is the logic here is sound. It just didn't work out. Like that's that's part of it to remember when it comes to gambling, right? The logic can be sound. We're in a we're we're betting on sports, we're betting on live sporting events where the outcomes are in uncontrollable. Things can happen. We can have all the right reads all the right thoughts, all the right decisions, and it's still just not go our way. And so we're going to start, I'm going to sort of just bounce all over the place. I'm going to try to do it in order of the fight card, but I may miss miss a beat here or there. Main event, I kind of like a little bit, just just a little touch, 0.25 units on Taitui Vasa to win at plus 400. It's kind of a throwaway ticket for me. It's one of those ones that you just, I just have it just in case. I make one or two of these bets every every fight card. Just one of those ones that like, just in case something happens, just in case Tai Tuivasa goes out there and lands a bomb on Cyril Gunn's chin and get a little something back. We're going to put a little money back into the coffers that just gets us, gets us moving forward or gets us, maybe gets us right at the end of the night, maybe gets us, you know, even further ahead at the end of the night, just a little something just in case, because the possibility is there. He's won five straight fights all by stoppage. And so if you wanted to go on, you know, by knockout at some point throughout the rounds, you're going to get good odds there for sure. 
but just a little something on plus 400 that feels a little bit too high for a guy that's won five straight fights. Conversely, I also like 0.2 units on serial gun to earn a stoppage in each round. So we laid out the total of one unit for plus money through every round. Round one at plus 333, round two plus 450, round three plus 700, four plus 1,000, five plus 1,600. So at any point in this fight, if serial gun gets a stoppage, we're cashing a ticket. And the later it goes, the more that ticket, the greater the value of that ticket. I do think, and if you watch the Punch Drunk predictions earlier, one, thank you, appreciate it. I do think the possibility is there for Ciro Gan to get a stoppage. And this, again, is another one of those sort of just put a little something together that fits with my thinking of how the fight can play out to where I'm getting value, right? Ciro Gan going into this fight, I believe, is, is last I looked somewhere in the minus 500 range. I'm not playing that straight. I'm not getting in on that. That's it's too hard to make a profit there. It's too it's too risky to make a real profit there. For me, just doing this, not trying to lay out gobs of units. But I can find plus money in the finishes in each round. And so for a guy that has a bunch of finishes in his career, that is facing a guy that he in my opinion should be able to either pick apart and chip away at over the course of rounds or take down and chip away at on the ground over the course of rounds, you want to give me plus odds at escalating increments throughout the fight, we're going to put 20% or 20% of a unit, 0.2 units on each round, builds it up to a unit total for Ciro Gone winning. If he wins inside the distance, if he earns a stoppage, I should make sure to make that clear. If he earns a stoppage, we cash a ticket. Next fight, I got no action on Robert Whitaker. I got and Marvin Vittori. I got no action on Alessio DeCherico and Roman Kapalov. They are two fights that just don't feel like there's a lot of value in them to me. I think Whitaker is going to win, but I didn't see anything that I like. By decision is minus 120. So there's not a an outcome kind of wager there for me. And DeCherico and Kapalov is a coin flip, and I'm staying all the way away from it. Nasrat Hackbrass and John McDessie is the next fight on the main card. The one thing I do like is the over 1.5 rounds. It's minus 400. Put a unit on it. It's just, to me, neither of these guys are really big finishers, right? Nasrat Hackbrass is one finish in the UFC. John McDessie has a couple, but they were years ago, and I don't think he goes out here and blows Nasrat Hackbrass out of the water. As far as Nasrat Hakparas getting a win, I think he comes into this a little bit. I know I said on the on the predictions that he comes out with a sense of understanding he needs to have a good performance, but I also don't think that he's a guy that's going to necessarily rush and force things. I think he can have a good performance by just working behind the jab and chipping away. And so I think we get over one and a half rounds, minus 400. We put a unit on it. If we If we get beyond the halfway point of the second round, we cash a ticket. Featherweight fight, the, the second of two on the main card, William Gomi making his debut. This is one that, that I like a bunch. Again, it's it's a find ways to put some, put some units down on a guy that I think is going to win, but that I can still find positive results, that I can still find plus money on. 
So William Gomi by KOTKO or sub is at plus 162. You put a unit on that. He's finished the majority of his fights. I think he can do, I think he can submit or knock out Yarno Aarons on Saturday. I also like the round part, the round picks as well. So round one at plus 450, half a unit. Round two and round three at plus 650 and plus 1100, respectively. 0.25 units on each. And so again, we're laying out a full unit in total on William Gomi getting a finish at some point in this fight. So if he wins and he wins by finish, we're cashing a couple tickets. And, and that's what we're trying to do, right? Cash tickets, make returns. Charles Ladan, Nathaniel Wood, staying away. It's a super competitive fight. I'm super interested in it. It's probably the fight I am most excited about on this card in terms of the competitiveness of it, what it means for their respect for their division and for their respective careers at that. But it's not a fight that I'm I'm putting any any units on because it can go any number of ways. And I'm just gonna sit down and, and enjoy that one as a as a non as a as a nonpartisan spectator without any interests in it outside of just watching two guys that have had the pleasure of speaking to a couple of times compete on Saturday night. Shift to the prelims. The middleweight fight between Abus Megamedov and Dustin Stolfutz is one that I am in on. I like Stolfutz, as I said, on the punch drunk predictions. He is one of two underdogs that I like. So we have 0.5 units on him to win at plus 200. Gets the job done. He gets the job done. We put a little bit as well on the stoppage money, which is at plus 450. And as well, the decision money, which is, which is at plus 450 which is one of those weird ones to me that when I look at it and I go, okay, I like this guy to win. I'm betting him straight up just to get a victory. And then I can also get good money on him just winning by decision. So he can go out and win a 29-28 decision and our 0.25 units is coming back at, at plus 400. And so again, theme throughout this, theme as you'll see, the more you follow me, just little things where we can make a little bit of plus money. And I do like to, if there are opportunities with, with athletes that I like, with athletes that I think are going to have success of finding little stacks, finding little ways to cobble pieces together so that if one result happens, maybe we get two, maybe we get three, depending on how that goes, right? A couple of weeks ago, that was a key to my, my real good success. Um, two fight cards back with Tyson Nam. Had him to win at plus money, had him by knockout at plus money, had him by round, in round one at plus money. I think it was two units total, returned almost 14. You're instantly up for the night and everything's great. The lightweight belt between Faraz Zayem and Mihail Figlak, I'm out. Got nothing on it. Same with Nasruddin Imovov, same with Benoit Saint-Denis. I just, they're not fights that I'm super, super confident in any of the options that are there. I'm not enticed by any of the numbers that are there. I think they're competitive fights. I do think both Figlak, I do think Figlak, Imovov, and Saint-Denis get wins. But there was nothing that I saw. There was nothing that really interested me in terms of, you know, how, how the victory comes or when the victory comes or any of that. So we just stay away. We keep the powder dry for those ones. We save it for other places. We go to 
Khalid Taha and Christian Kinones in the Bantamweight division. I like Kinones a little bit here just as an underdog, 0.5 units at, at plus 110. To me, it's a coin flip fight. I like the fact that he's, you know, coming from a good gym, looked good on contender series to, to work his way onto the UFC roster. I don't think particularly highly of Khalid Taha. So at plus money, just a little chance to, to get a little return to double up on, on Christian Quinones at plus money. And then the opener, Stephanie Egger against Eileen Perez. Just half a unit on Stephanie Egger to finish in the first round at plus 275. And then half a unit again on the under at 1.5, sorry, the under 1.5 rounds at plus 137. I think Stephanie Egger is head and shoulders better than Eileen Perez. We're going to find out on Saturday. I'm going to learn on Saturday whether that's true. But my thought is the Swiss judoka comes in here and does to Eileen Perez what she did to both Shana Young or Jessica Rose Clark. And that is judo toss them to the ground and get a finish, whether that's by submission, whether that's by elbows to the mush. I just think she didn't take this fight and make this quick turnaround to go to Paris and not go out and have a good performance. Now, Eileen Perez could be a world beater, right? As I said on the Punch Drunk Predictions, as I said throughout the week, she may go out and back up all of that big talk, all of that win in September, then fight Amanda in December talk that I think is just wildness. But we'll see. But for me, I like Stephanie Agger to get the job done. I did miss one in there that I didn't mention uh, in the Dustin Stoltzfus and Abbas Megamedov fight. Have a unit on each of the over 1.5 rounds at minus 225. And one unit on the fight goes the distance at plus 110. To me, those two sort of feel like good, good dance partners in terms of a wager, right? If you think it's going to go more than a round and a half, which means we're getting through half of the second round and, and probably into the third, a good chance it's going to go the distance. And so to me, it's a little chance to maybe recoup some money, kind of, again, see if we get everything kind of piled up and, and built on top of itself. As I said earlier, we've got some Stoltzfus plays in there. He's sort of the guy I'm looking at the most this weekend in terms of individual wagers. In total, we've got 10 units on the line. We'll see how we do. This is a tough racket. This is not an easy thing. This is, you know, you'll probably see me laughing and making some jokes at some point, either good or bad, on Saturday, whether I'm cashing tickets or whether I'm ripping tickets. This is about having fun. For me, this is having fun. This is trying to give out some good ideas, some good thoughts, some good insights on some particular plays that I think have an opportunity to cash not just throwing numbers out here. I'm not just being random with it, but I also take it for what it is. And I hope you do as well. That's the first episode of You Want to Make a Bet, the first video and audio episode of You Want to Make a Bet. I'm hoping after a tough first month that we've sort of shaken off the jitters, we've shaken off the sort of haven't, haven't done this out in public and told anybody things I like in a long time. So here we are, we're starting... We're starting September in Paris. We've got 10 units out. Let's hope we get at least 10 units back on Saturday. Appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for all the feedback over the last bunch of weeks and days and, and months for all the different stuff that we've been putting out on the Keyboard Kimura Audio Video Network as it is now known. Appreciate you all. 
I wish you good luck on Saturday. I hope everything is well with you. I do care about you. I love you. As I said off the top, problems in any area, just want to talk. DMs are open. Hit me up at Spencer Kite on all my social media channels. I am here for you. I'm here to listen. If that's what you need, take care of yourselves, take care of one another, good to one another, know that you're loved. Good luck on Saturday. Let's make some money. It's fun.